The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, I enjoy this, Simon Tierney. I have to say, every time I'm listening to The Hard Shoulder, and it is my distinct privilege to welcome you and your shopping trolley uh, to the programme. How are you? Thank you, Jonathan. Always a pleasure to be with you and to share a trolley with you, indeed. Yes, and, and you have laden the trolley down with a very specific type of foodstuff this week that some people will have on a regular basis, other people will have it periodically. For me, it's the thing that, God forbid, if you ever end up in hospital, I end up having a craving when I get presented with toast that I need to have marmalade. And marmalade. it has to be good marmalade. And, and I need the bits and I need the sugar and I need all the taste. And, and there are many types of marmalade on our shelves. Absolutely, yeah. It's you're right about that. That smell, that very triggering smell of toast that you get, or that at least my wife got in the maternity ward, which after giving birth, which I think a lot of uh, women listeners will relate to, it kind of triggers that desire, that craving for marmalade. Um, it's a funny one, Jonathan. Marmalade is one of those products that. We need oranges, which we don't grow here, uh, but it's only really eaten in this part of the world, in Britain and in Ireland. But we depend on the Spanish to produce all those oranges. Um, it's funny, the word marmalade, marmelo, comes from the Portuguese. Of course, Portugal produces a lot of oranges as well. Marmelo means quince. And it was only when I was researching this that I realised that the original marmalade wasn't actually made with oranges at all. It was made with the quince fruit. Right. And what is the quince? It's kind of a pear type thing, isn't it? Yeah. Now, if you've ever been to a posh restaurant and enjoyed a charcuterie board, which I'm sure you have, Jonathan, yes, you're probably heading one right to now. one after this yeah, uh, yeah. Th- this radio programme to have a, a little glass of claret with it. Um, the the quince is a, th- that fruit that you would often eat with uh, cheeses. It kind of offers that lovely sweet to the contrast of the savoury. Um, so that's what the original marmalade was but nowadays, of course, we are dealing with very much with orange marmalades. And the three marmalades that we're looking at today are containing that very fruit. Yeah. Now, we have three and you've chosen three well across the uh, across the board. You've got a, a very expensive posh one, a middle of the road one. And a, we'll call it a discount one, but let's not let's not burden it uh, with a particular title because it may taste extremely good. Um, so tell us what three brands you have chosen and, and we'll explore the difference between them. OK, so at the high end, we've got Bon Maman if I'm pronouncing that correctly. People will be very familiar with this brand. It has the kind of handwritten font on the front and the gingham lid. Um, this is their... Be- hang on a second now. Go, don't be going posh on me with your gingham lid. That, it, it, it's, the, it's the red and white covering that you might have on an old pot with an elastic, but this is just printed on to the Jonathan, lid. don't pretend that you don't have a gingham tablecloth. <laughs> At I home. Your, I beg your pardon. I that, you no your, that you eat your toast and marmalade <laughs> off every morning. Yeah, that we know the one. Um, on, next one. <laughs> so that's the one that we're looking at first. That now is the most expensive. That's coming in at a head splintering four euro and nine cent for three hundred and seventy grams. In the middle aisle, we've got uh, Super Values Signature Tastes 
which is their own brand, of course, their premium own brand. This mm-hmm. is Irish whiskey marmalade. So it's the only one today that contains alcohol. Um, a lot of uh, homemade marmalades will actually use some sort of cognac or whiskey or something like that to give it a little bit of an edge. And then at the lower price end, but perhaps not at the lower taste end, we've got Lidl's own brand, Thick Cut Orange Marmalade, uh, which is coming in at f- uh, 59 cent. And that's sorry, a, the super value is €1.80. So there's a huge that's staggered a huge difference. price difference. Yeah, yeah. so 4 9 for for the Bon Maman one and 59 cent for the Lidl one. So there, there's a big difference. I, I, I would want there to be a big difference in taste, but we, we are heading towards that right now. Um, one text, Aldi finest version, says a listener. It's top class. Got all the bits. Highly recommended. Uh, see, the bits are important, aren't they? In a marmalade, I find when you blend out the bits, and, and you know, sometimes you get a really smooth marmalade, doesn't do it for me. But I also don't like a big thick rind to be kind of floating in the middle that I'd have to chew my way through. Well, now, it's interesting you say that, Jonathan, because um, when I was a kid, and I know a lot of children would still be like this, if they found a bit or a piece of uh, orange peel in their marmalade, they won't eat it. And similar with orange juice, they don't want the pulp in the orange juice. Now, I didn't just choose these three products because of their price difference, but also because they all have different grades of shred and that's what you're looking for in your marmalade so the most expensive is actually a fine shred if you you look at it there I know you have the yep it, we are in different studios but we are looking at the same product yeah and the the super value one the medium price one is a medium shred and the the little the cheapest one is a really thick shred there's almost lumps of orange yeah, inside but I, I mean, in the I, jar. I'm taking it that that you know that bulks it up that you've got thicker bits but that won't necessarily affect the taste if you don't mind the bits so that's what I'm thinking no not necessarily and what we should really get out of the way here first of all is two really important things right the first thing Jonathan is I mean this is just unbelievable right when you're looking at a jar of marmalade in front of you you are literally looking at Half of that jar has sugar in it. There's no beating around the bush. There's Thank no God getting Eva away. Isn't still with us. There's <laughs> no she, getting appalled. away from the fact that sixty grams of sugar to a hundred grams of fruit in each jar. Right. That's but, the Simon, first I don't. Thing. I, have, I don't know if you've ever made um, jam, homemade jam, uh, particularly blackberries. I'll be out in a couple of months' time now, and and I I love doing that. But it's only when I started making jam I realised how much sugar. Like it's literally it's fifty fifty. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. A, it's extraordinary, and it's, also, and it's actually higher in in this particular product. Oh, it is because the marmalade is made with Seville oranges, which are like you wouldn't. Um, cut open a Seville orange and eat it like you would a normal orange. These are very, very bitter oranges that are made specifically for the, that are grown rather specifically for the marmalade market. The second thing that I want to get out of the way here is the fruit content in each jar, right? Now, you would expect that the most expensive product in today's shopping trolley hotline would have the highest content of fruit. That is not the case. In fact, the cheapest does. So the Bon Maman has just 30 grams of oranges per per 100 grams of uh, content whereas the uh, little has 35 grams and coming out on top is the super value which has a whopping 46 grams of okay. fruit per 100 grams of marmalade that's important for a but lot of hang, shoppers hang on trade descriptions act here the whiskey marmalade right now not, not that i'm expecting to get high off this or anything but i mean they haven't exactly gone all out with the whiskey now in terms of the percentage no and do you know what it's only 1% um uh, 
content of whiskey, but the, it's more than this. This very issue came up a couple of weeks ago, Jonathan, when we were discussing Easter eggs, because one of the Easter eggs had, uh, I think it was the Bailey's uh, Easter egg, and we were wondering, well, how much actual Bailey's is in the chocolate? There was far less alcohol in the Easter egg than there is in this marmalade. But, mm. as you say, I don't think anyone's going to be getting high off the no, <laughs> super no, but, but for marmalade your, For your breakfast, soon. if you're looking for whiskey, you have other problems. <laughs> but it does okay. have a lovely smell. It really... Yeah. Well, I think they, to be it fair, really they has all, a gorgeous they smell. They all smell. And look, there's a difference in colour as well. Um, because the, the, one is a different colour, uh, which is the Lidl one. And that, I'm, I'm going to say, is the... I'm, I'm going to call that traditional marmalade colour, if I could put it that way. And the other two are a bit paler by comparison, in my humble opinion. Okay, um, that's interesting you say that, Jonathan. There's a couple of things going on here. Just to explain uh, what Jonathan is picking up on there is that the little one is a very dark brown colour, whereas the other two are a more uh, vibrant orangey colour. Um, so what's going on here? When you look at the fine print in the ingredients, you'll notice that... There's only one additive in the little product, which the other two do not have at all. And that's to create this colour, okay? This is a a colouring agent. It's called ammonia caramel. And Mm. that has been put in the little product, which is making it that very, very dark colour. I don't know why they do that, but But it's obviously... Why is that that screaming to me, traditional marmalade? Is that because we used to eat that kind of thing a lot more in the 80s? It may also be to do with the fact that it has a thick cut um, shred in it right. as well. Um, like th- it's really thick cut in there, and that may be contributing to the richness of that colour. And also, maybe homemade ar- marmalades were like that back in the day. Um, a fantastic marmalade is the Carry Gary range, Shannon. It's the best. Uh, I'm not familiar with that one. I love marmalades, as somebody else. I had to give it up for health reasons. So this particular segment is driving me mad. We're about to taste it. So if you're Annoyed before. Imagine what you're going to be like in a few minutes. Uh, Keen's whiskey orange marmalade is unreal, uh, says another texture. So, I mean, th- there's a lot of brands out there. I mean, this is what is incredibly frustrating when you go to a supermarket, Simon, is you get presented with this wall of whatever product it is. When you do go to Lidl or Aldi, it's a little easier because you've got one type of marmalade on the shelf. You pick that one, you bring it home, and you don't feel as if you've lost out in any way, meaningful way because you didn't pick another brand. So and they kind of have that summed up. For sure. And what we should also remember, uh, I guess, Jonathan, is that there's still a really strong tradition across Ireland of people making their own marmalade um, at home. An incredibly sticky business mm. um, to get up to. And the entire house will smell like oranges for a week. Uh, but there's still a lot of people doing that at home. Right. OK, so we're diving in. Okay. Um, so we're going to go for the Bon Maman one first, which is the posh one. Go right, posh so first. Here yeah. we go. I'm, I'm pulling my microphone because I hate eating on it. <laughs> it always makes a different sound. It, it doesn't sound good. Yeah, Hang on. Now, just to, for clarity's sake, I'm eating this directly out of the jar. Mm. There's a mic. Okay. Mm. Now, that, that is nice. It's nice. Um, it's sticky. You know, it's you know, it's definitely made with Seville oranges because it is quite bitter. Yeah. Um, I can I can hear you cleaning your palate. I'm, there, I'm, I'm clean, I'm, this is like a sommelier. I am you're, cleaning my palate before I move on to the next a one. A marmalade sommelier <laughs> is what you are. <laughs> no, I mean, do you know what this reminds me of? Because I we have a lot of bon maman jams in the house, and it, it, it's it's there's a plum jam that was bought by accident because we thought it was raspberry, and it, it it's very fine. 
Um, and, you know, the texture is, is kind of, I, I'm not sure the correct word to use, but it's, it's looser than it would be. So it's a little bit marmalade form of that, which is obviously the way they produce it. Isn't well, do it? you know what? The Bon Ramon uh, marmalade today is by far the loosest and most liquid of the three. You'll notice now with our next one, the Super Value Irish Whiskey Marmalade, the set is much, much stronger. Yeah, less wibbly. Less wibbly. Which Let's is a technical phrase. I'll have, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get that word off Cuddy now if he was here. <laughs> we're, di- we're diving into this. God, it's good to work with a food professional all the same. <laughs> oh, God. Mmm. That's mm. way more bitter. It is. You, not, I'm not saying you can taste the whiskey, but there's definitely more going on there. Yeah, there is. It's, for me, that's a more complex flavour. Mm. And you can tell, again, the uh, shred is thicker. And not everyone is going to like that, especially kids. Yeah, but it's not overwhelming either. It doesn't sound as if you're going to choke on it, uh, which, which is the, kind of important. Um, so, look, I'm, I'm giving that mm-hmm. a, a tentative, it is grand. Um, when I, I was, ta- when I was looking... taste testing these at the weekend, I actually didn't do it with toast. I did it with sausages. Which is a what is wrong with a, a you? Strong tradition in our family. I really? Di- yeah. I did you just empty the fridge you, once and you had nothing left? I guarantee you, you are going to get people texting into you right now, Jonathan, telling you that they also dip their sausages into marmalade. Yeah, these, it's uh, so delicious. Simon, members of your family um, are not allowed to text into this one. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's alarming if this was a tradition in the Tierney household. So okay, so I'm I'm kind of on the fence uh, on that one, right? So we're okay, going to go fair enough. the cheaper one uh, at fifty nine cents. Little coarser, as we say. So, hang on. Here we go. Now, now, b- b- before you dig into that, uh, like I, you can literally, poised. you can literally. I've just turned the little jar upside down, and nothing happens. It is so <laughs> hard set. Like for me, uh, it's so hard set. It's not even coming out of the jar. Yeah, like it, it's hard none of us have to toast, By the way, because you know we're afraid of setting off smoke alarms in radio stations because that takes it off air. So we are <laughs> we are toastless uh, in our studios, respectively. Okay, have you tasted uh, the little? No, I'm going for it now. Hang on. Okay, let's do it. Oh God, See, it's really different to the other it, two. Yeah, well, isn't it? Wow. I'm going for the water immediately on that one. Um, do you know what the funny thing is, right? It's so strong. It's strong. The flavour is strong. But that, for me, is hospital marmalade. Okay. That is hospital marmalade. Now, is that, that is what you get if you, ever, if you ever come around after surgery and they're force-feeding you marmalade. That's what it is. And, and, and as a result, I think I like that the best. Well, Jonathan, I don't think they could serve that in hospitals because it's a choking hazard. <laughs> the pieces of marmalade in it are so large. <laughs> Like they've basically they've basically cut an orange into four pieces and stuffed it into the jar. Yeah, blended it a bit. You're grand. <laughs> That's seriously thick. Now, fair play if you like a thick shred. I'm, that I'm is surpri- the marmalade I've, I've for surprised you. myself. I thought I was going to settle on the super value one. I genuinely did. So I, I'm 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 befused and befuddled. So uh, which we, one are you going for? Which I'm is going, your favourite? I'm, I'm going for the Lidl one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go for the super value. That is my favourite. I like the kick of alcohol in it. I think they've done something. <laughs> Creative, the one percent, the one percent. You are easily pleased. Uh, I'll have that in my mouthwash. That'll get me through the day. I'm I'm glad. I've now got three jars of marmalade that I'm going to have to use. I'm I'm going to have marmalade for breakfast for the next three weeks. By the looks of it, as are my family. Simon, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Jonathan. A jam on sausage is lovely, but not a marmalade. Says somebody else. The hard shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four. On News Talk.